<laughs> Grandpa's feeling a little frisky today. Let me uh, say something to all of you and be as clear and concise as possible. Fuck Bud Light and fuck Anheuser-Busch. Have a terrific day. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Joe, is that the first time you saw that? Yeah, uh, it's funny. Um, uh, you sent it to me, and I was talking to my wife, and she's like, oh, what's your show about today? And I go, I don't know, but he just sent me uh, the Kid Rock Real Men of Genius video. <laughs> what is that? She goes, oh, you haven't seen it? I go, should I? She's like, oh, yeah, you should see it. <laughs> so the thing I'm wondering, are those cans real? The cans that are like rainbow and they say like pronouns, she, her, all that stuff? Or is that a joke? People are all up in arms about it. No, I think it, it has so the trans activist picture on it. Right. So I've seen that one. It's like a trans person on the bud can. But Joe, if you Google like rainbow bud can, it's just like obnoxious. It has like pronouns, this and that. And it says like she, her, they, them. I don't know if that's a joke, but everyone's up in arms, especially Kid Rock. <laughs> so Jedi, what is that? What exactly is the story behind it? They're doing like trans month or something and they're putting the transgender on the can. I don't know. It really doesn't make sense to me, especially if we've talked before and the population of this uh, is like less than 1%. For a marketing standpoint, I don't understand why they're going this route. But um, yeah, supposedly at this trans person, uh, Dylan Mulvaney, he had, uh, <laughs> a, I, love uh, it. I guess, feminization surgery on his face he's still biologically yeah. a man yet he is right. promoting his womanhood doing 365 days of being a woman these cans are real <laughs> oh no joe joe not even that look and see if you can find the one that, that say the pronouns there uh, you get in say those were the, the rainbow colors. There's cans that say, like, we celebrate pronouns. This is like she, her, they, them on the cans. People are posting it all over Facebook, but I kind of think it might be like a little joke. Yeah, that sounds like. <laughs> Can't find it. Jedi, um, I, I, I know I a trans. It. Oh, you got it. You got it. <laughs> It's kind of funny. It's just so everyone. Yeah. Do you think that's a joke? Cele celebrate everyone's identity. It says on the can. She, they, she, her. Well, according Jedi, to I, Yahoo, I, according to Yahoo Finance, uh, this is a real can. Oh There's a whole lot of I'm with you. Rolling it out. I'm with you, Jay. If you talk about maybe they don't need any more money or anything, but like an all-time dumb move, like the amount of people that are transgenders versus the amount of people that are going to be all mad like Kid Rock. And I saw a funny meme the other day. It said, uh, what did it say? Budweiser did more to get people to stop drinking in two days than AA has in 88 years. Oh, wow. 
It it is funny how it, people are arguing about this all over Facebook. And the other thing, Joe, did you see the Iowa LSU the end of that game? Yes. Did you guys I saw that? Where the girl punched out the just other like teammate. yeah. Or she put like her hand up to her face, but just like another thing for people to argue about. Well, right? Why? Why are we taking sides and stuff like this? I, I don't. I don't understand. I, I'll tell you right now. I've never had a Bud Light. Right, and you're. I'll tell you too. You're slightly mischaracterizing things because, and you're right. Point four percent of the population is transgender. It seems like a stupid thing, like a, you know, my God, uh, uh, uh you know, Jews are like eight percent of the population. Make up a Jewish can. Show your support for Jews, right? Black people are 18%. That's a much bigger demographic. Come up with a with a with a can to celebrate black people. Uh trans, that seems weird. But again, you're missing the point. It's not just it's not like it's not like liberals are are looking for everyone to cater to transgender people because it's just not that big of a movement there's just not that many people out there what they're what they're trying to do is signal that they're allies to all the people in the lbgtqia uh community but I like did you see said, when, Facebook, yeah. when are we supposed to be you know advertise that we're allies i mean why is that necessary right now because those people, those people get attacked uh, violently at a higher rate. They get bullied at a higher rate. They commit suicide at a higher rate. And so people are like, hey, it's cool. Here's a can to say it's cool. I don't know why people are freaking out about it. I really don't. You don't have to buy that can. You could buy the regular Bud Light can and not celebrate stuff if you want to. I don't know why you would buy beer only to destroy the beer. That seems like a very <laughs> counterproductive move. I don't that I don't understand. It's like I'm gonna buy your product and I'm gonna shoot it until you're not even gonna enjoy it. That seems idiotic. If you're gonna shoot it, shoot it in like over a tub of some sort so you could at least collect the bullet ridden beer. Uh that might be a nice mix. Well, I think that's the point now. People are like, I'm never drinking this again. I'm not, I don't care if it's a regular can. The point that they're the because they're doing this, they're done. I'm done with them. I'll do right. it. So else. do you see how that comes across as sort of being like hateful and anti the LGBTQ whatever community? It, it it's it's not a good look, America. You know, all these idiot rednecks like like uh Kid Rock. It's not a good look, and it it only further pushes the stereotype that you're a bunch of redneck racists. So it doesn't help. But people like Kid Rock, I guarantee they get addicted to like the likes and the clicks, so they need to be outrageous. Of course, dude, that that was like so unbelievably idiotic. But it also reminded me, <laughs> you probably remember uh, in 2016 with the NFL players when people quit the NFL and they burned the thousands of dollars worth of merchandise they had purchased with their hard-earned money like what a protest hoss what are you an idiot you spent two hundred dollars to get that jersey with your name on it now you're gonna burn it for what what's the point 
<laughs> I was just talking. You guys, you guys know my whole Chick Fil A thing. My wife is like, "Don't go to Chick Fil A. They don't support gays." I'm like, "Well, the yeah. guy that owns it doesn't. The people in my local restaurant here, I don't, I don't think they care one way or the other." Right, right, right. And if I'm gonna if I'm gonna boycott something, don't I have to try it? Don't I have to know and like it <laughs> to know if I'm sacrificing something on behalf of my political? So every now and again, I do. I pop in a Chick Fil A, you know, give them nine bucks, get a sandwich and a shake. Well, what does everything have to be a political decision? I just it want doesn't. a chicken sandwich. Yes, <laughs> I want the best chicken sandwich I can get Monday through Saturday. Joe, now, like, we talk about this every week, I feel like. There's got to be a point where people, like, bend on their beliefs. So, like, example, the LSU-Iowa thing, right? You see people arguing online. For the most part, every black person is like, yeah, it's Caitlin Clark, she's a piece of crap. And then every Kid Rock person is like, yeah, the black girl. Like, there's going to be a point where people are like, you know what? It's probably like they're both at fault a little bit. You can't just go with the side. You know what I mean? It's crazy. Well, again, the the hypocrites of the world, and those are the people that that burnt. You got to just if you're consistent, I can agree with you all day long, no matter what your beliefs are. But if you're like investigate Hunter Biden, but Trump is being unfairly prosecuted, well, you're an idiot. Um, you know, both of those things should be investigated, and if they committed crimes, they should both be convicted. Why would that? Why would I feel any different about that? And I don't understand people who do. I think to myself, you're, you know, you want it, you just want it your way. It yeah, can never right, be. Right. You can never be your fault again. Look at the last election, um, and they they just did a segment this week on Fox News. They were freaking out about the young vote. They're losing young people, and it's like, well, you're anti what they're into. Uh, you're, you know, they've been asking for five or six years now to, you know, do something about the guns and do anything about that. And so, you know, at, at every turn, you're fighting progressive thought. You know, and and the excuses. Oh, they're making me say them. No one's making you say anything. What are you talking about? <laughs> and and I would say this too, Todd. This is you know, I I interviewed a trans Republican woman on Divided We Stand last week, my political podcast. Wow, a trans Republican. <laughs> yes, and she's like, you know, trans people are good, but you got to be eighteen. You have to have parental consent, and and whatever. Great. I mean, I'm I'm open to perspectives. She was like, you know, we can't talk about this stuff. And I'm like, but I talk about it all the time. I think it's a good thing to talk about. And I don't know, you know, again, I think that's sort of a fake outrage on the right. Like, can't even talk about it. Yeah, I talk about it all the time. And I say things like, I'm not really sure I understand it. I haven't seen any science that says that there's other genders besides male and female. You know, right, right, um, right. So, I'm not sure where we're at. I, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't think that we are, uh, you know, I don't think the science is settled. And when it comes to sports, again, there's so little participation by trans athletes that this is a fleeting thing. Once in a sport, once somewhere, you know, for a short amount of time, and. It's not the problem but, that people are making it out to be. Uh, and it's like, oh, there's so many better things we could be arguing about right now. 
of much more consequence. You My don't friend, think they're that, taking yeah. away women's sports? No, that's the, the stupidest. Again, listen, the Jedi people on the right that are arguing for for that they're defending women's rights are the same people that want to ban abortion. So your argument is idiotic, and it's it's insincere, and it's not genuine from them. I I've heard them say it a whole bunch of times, and it's like if you support a women's rights, you'd be, you you would mind your business. Did you guys see what happened in Wyoming? No. Wyoming, uh, in, in an attempt a few years ago to undermine Obamacare, they, they added to their constitution, giving people in the state the right to make health care decisions on their own. Government can't interfere. And so all but cut out, you know, the effectiveness of the Affordable Care Act in the state of Wyoming. They recently instituted a complete ban on abortion. And it went to their state Supreme Court and the state Supreme Court said, oh, you can't do this. And they said, why not? And they showed them the law that these idiots passed a few years ago uh, in an attempt to get around uh, the Affordable Care Act uh, that people have the right to their own decisions. That's in Wyoming state constitution. Therefore, a ban on on abortion is now uh, out the window and completely unconstitutional in Wyoming. So, again, these these sort of short reactions, overreactions tend to bite you on the ass later on. And it's happening more and more to Republicans. And so it's that viewpoint that ultimately is going to lose out because there's going to be a time 50 years from now, because, Todd, your kids, I mean, they're fine with the gays and the transgenders. It doesn't it doesn't even like register to these kids. And the whole idea of the indoctrination is that it should just be a normal thing. You don't have to overreact if you see uh, a gay or a transgender or a black person or or an Asian person that it is just everything would be normalized. That's diversity. Like it's a good thing. And so that's what it's going to be like in the future. And people yeah, but- on the right are going to look stupid in the future because of where they stood today. My friend texted me the other day. It was kind of funny. He goes, I cannot wait till a transgender plays like in the NC, the women's NCAA tournament. And she's built like LeBron and scoring 70 points a game. <laughs> Wouldn't women's basketball be so much better if it was that. <laughs> Greetings, Marks, Crimes, Conspiracies, and Beyond. Jedi Todd and producer Joe back again. It seems like that medication is the answer to everything. Drugs, 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 especially if we don't need it. But what if we do? Um, You know, that conspiracy that there is a cure for cancer already, but Big Pharma is not letting us have it. What's your thoughts on that? So, yeah, this is one of the biggest conspiracies around. I don't know if I really believe in it, but I definitely believe Big Pharma is in it for the money and stuff like that. But I don't know if there's a cure for cancer that they haven't figured out that. That seems like the astronauts all lying. 
Yeah, listen, when they find the cure for cancer, we're going to get it, and it's going to be hella expensive. Well. Yeah, there's money to be made, like Todd said. Why would you Why would you keep it secret? Yeah, before we get into this, I do want to say one more thing. Uh, one of our listeners, Dan, he was off the Joe wagon because Joe didn't like electric vehicles, but something you said last week, Joe, <laughs> he's back on, Yes, and he loves you because of it. And what was last week's show? I want to see if Joe can guess this because it's something really obscure. <laughs> oh, God. What, what was last week's show, Jedi? Was it about, what, animals? <laughs> I don't even remember. Hilarious. Joe, Joe, you made a reference to a show that you watched. We were talking about third man syndrome. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yes, yes. Oh, that's God. That's right. Uh... It, it had to do with the ghost, I believe, the ghost story. Oh, Okay. Yeah. All right, we're getting warmer. Um, <laughs> it's so hard to recall. Like, is it because I did I did I mention Ghost Hunters or something? You you mentioned the Shield. Oh yes, with Michael Chiklis. Yeah, he said you need to watch it. And the three of us can do a show, or the four of us can do a show on the Shield. Oh, dude, what a great show that was, man. I can't even tell you. For anybody who didn't see it, man, Tuesday nights, 10 o'clock, FX, dude, was so good. Such a good show. And so under people just not enough people knew about it. Yeah, I think I'm going to check and see if it's on Hulu. Michael so, Jedi. Oh, to Kamish. Dude, this was his best role ever. <laughs> Is this so the Jedi, one with remember? the bald guy? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So last week, what did we start off on? Were we talking about that was like a huge downer? Remember that? What did we say last week? Oh, the shooting. Yeah. Nashville. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to add to this right now. We'll probably make it even more of a downer at the beginning. But since we're talking about cancer, um, my dad just got diagnosed with cancer about a week ago. Oh. And, and it's weird that Jedi mentioned we should do a show on cancer. Uh, maybe there's a cure for it, which is kind of my dad's almost 80, but it's, it's kind of, I have, I have a sister who I love to death, Joe, but she's one of those people love sending texts. Did you hear who died? You'll never believe it. <laughs> Betty white died oh my God. She lived, every day. I swear <laughs> she gets up and reads the obituaries just in case she sees someone You're, to tell us. I don't know your sister, right? A little <laughs> bit through social media. And from what you've told me about her, right? Your sister. Sisters, yeah. Okay. Well, this particular sister, that's the only one I care about. Okay. Yeah. Well, on record. She seems to live life to the fullest. Like she seems to live whatever she's doing. She's like maxing out. And I yeah. feel like your sister is a little bit afraid of death and is probably obsessed with the idea of dying, not like in a bad way, but like in a, right. I'm going to make the most of everything I do, and I'm going to give 100% everything I do, as I don't know when this ride's going to be over. And that's scary for people, and I think people that talk about death a lot, you're just afraid of death, and that's good. You're trying to, like, be comfortable with it. Right. So I grew up in a town called Weymouth. She loves Facebook. She created a Facebook page, Joe. Weymouth alumni gone but not forgotten. Oh, my God. <laughs> and she's constantly posting obituaries. Did you hear this? Oh, my God. Mr. Parker from elementary school died. That's like, oh, my God, you're obsessed. She has to be the first person to break this news. But – we're just dealing with my dad's diagnosis and hopefully everything will be completely fine. But this is another example. 
She calls me the other day just to start like a little bit of drama. She goes, did you hear where mom and dad went today? I said, no, where? She goes, they went to the funeral home to look at caskets. I'm like, you do this. You're including our family in this nonsense that you do? <laughs> I call my other sister. I'm like, what is going on? Do we not know? Like, is there more information? My mother calls me. She's like, I want you to relax. She's like, we're just, we're going to be 80 soon. We're just taking care of business, Not you know, around, it's, un yeah. <laughs> it's uncomfortable to talk about, but you know, I mean, they could live another 20 years. It's kind of crazy to think, Joe, I'm like, when I'm dead, just like throw me in the ocean or something. Why does it matter? <laughs> oh gosh, really? <laughs> I, so I, I've planned my funeral. I've already, like, I already know what music I'm walking out to. Um, <laughs> I, the whole thing's choreographed. I already told my wife how I want to go out. You know, it's gonna be a party. It's gonna be a good time. Here's the thing, though. How how old is your sister, the the nutty one? Uh like fifty four. Okay, so I'm forty seven. You're forty nine. Eight. Eight. Forty eight. Okay. <laughs> Would you say in the last Jedi, you're right around with us. I don't want to pinpoint you at all, but would you say in the last five years, a significant amount more people that you know have died? Hundred percent, right? Yeah. So it's everywhere, and we're at the age where again your peers are starting to die more and more. And if it's not your peers, as as your sister points out, it's old Mr. Jenkins, the math teacher. You know, right. he's 88 now, right? He was like old when you were in high school. It's been 30 years. He's dead. I like what your sister's doing. I think that's great. I have friends that are like the town crier where it's like, do you remember Mrs. <laughs> Johnson from fifth grade? Dead. Yeah. You know, because I wouldn't I wouldn't know about that stuff otherwise, because, uh, you know, I don't care. Joe, I, I, our principal in elementary school, like in the second grade, I swear he was 80 years old, and I just saw his obituary like a week ago. I'm like, that guy was still alive? Gee, how old? When I think, I think he was like <laughs> yeah. 94. Damn. And then you think back, like, isn't it funny to think like how old your teachers were back then, but now that you like realize they were like in their 20s probably? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, well, that reminds me, because I, I went to a really small Catholic school in Connecticut and all the teachers when I first started they were like old frumpy ladies yeah and they brought in a new social studies teacher and I, I only found this out recently but she was 23 oh wow <laughs> and I mean like smoking hot and <laughs> I was in the fifth grade and like right right <laughs> thought that lady was like 35 you know yeah seemed like an old uh, like an adult lady i didn't know you know she had me by like 10 years that <laughs> didn't seem didn't seem right yeah i, I do want to touch on one more funny thing before we get back into big pharma uh so on thursdays i teach and remember i told you i just like kind of do uber just it's kind of like a, like a fun little thing on thursdays before i go like a couple hours early and i'm i, I kind of like it's like 50% networking <laughs> like it just like it's kind of like a fun hobby. I, I love doing it. I just do like whatever, four or five rides a day, talk to people and stuff. Like, like I told you, I had the uh, contortionist girl and interesting things. So the other day I gave this girl a ride because she had um, what do you call it when you have seizures, epilepsy. So the people like these people like need help. So I had to bring her somewhere. The next ride, Joe, 
this guy Christian. I'm on my way to get them, and they can send you text messages. It's usually like, hey, I'm at the back door, or I'm going to be late. I haven't sent this yet. I'm going to text this to you right now, and you can read out loud what he said to me. I posted this on Reddit this morning, Jedi. It's gotten like 250, what do you call it, up? When they do the up arrow on Reddit. It's got like 250 up votes and like 350 comments. Joe, I'm sending you the Reddit link. Click on it and tell people what this guy sent me as a text. Whoa. (laughs) Whoa, dude. This is from the guy? I was on my way to get him. I was like a mile oh. away. What? What? Come on! Is he? I, uh, was he? Was that like in lieu of payment or? I don't know. Well, so the person can see your picture. They can see the Uber driver's picture. So he knew I was like a guy and stuff. And uh, what, what did he write again? You want your dick sucked? What? <laughs> I can't even believe oh that. Oh my goodness! Jedi, I'm on my way to get him. A message pops up. Want your dick sucked? And I'm like. Would I read that right? And I look, and he has like a, a question mark a minute later. So, Joe, I just went in and canceled the ride. Yeah. For you, yeah. That was a good idea. But, like, can you see how many people commented on that Reddit post? It's like tons of people, like, writing about it. That's so wow. crazy. What a, what a world we live in, huh? The also, world of Todd, a game, man. Todd lives a charmed life. Would you agree with that? Yes, I, I would. <laughs> Very happy go lucky. Yeah. Joe, that's a very odd thing to have happen right there. Joe, like half the people I half the people I Uber, I'm like texting. I give everybody my card. People like (laughs) I met like teachers and like (laughs) 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 oh all right, let's get back onto topic here. So Jedi, what is your what do you think about this whole thing? Obviously, Big Pharma is up to no good, but what do you think about the actual, like, is there a cure for cancer? I think that we're, we should be pretty close. We spent all this money, and if you look at other countries, they're doing way better than us regarding a cancer fight. So what are they doing? How come they got all this medication that works? I mean, it does seem hard to believe it's been this long and technology has never been better. <laughs> And we still can't figure it out. I mean, well, I know like fifth, I know like 30, 40 years ago it was a death sentence, and now it's more curable, but it's still not there's still no cure. Yeah, well, so you know, the interesting thing is is when it comes to certain forms of cancer, you know, it's like a 90% survival rate, and then there's things like leukemia, cancer of the blood, where you know you have like a 10% chance of living. So when we talk about cancer, you know, cancer is a lot like when we talk about autism, right? Like there's very, like if you have cirrhosis of the liver, there you have your liver shitty. Like there's no two ways. There's nothing else it could be. When we're talking about cancer, again, there's so many different sorts, and and not all of them um, necessarily form the same way. So it, it's there. There's never going to be like a magic cure all for cancer. And so I think what we're seeing, and I don't know if we're maybe just not giving him enough credit is they're eradicating some of the easier forms of cancer to treat. But when, again, you look at something like, you know, cancer of the bones, 
which is mm-hmm. probably the worst, worst thing you can have and the worst way to die. Um, that's, you know, cancer and bone marrow is like a completely different animal than, you know, you having skin cancer on your cheek. Like right. th- those are so different. And, and so skin cancer on your face, Todd, we could fix that up. Yeah. Nice. You know, we probably all had uh, it by now. Yeah. You know, this, the, if you get it in your bones, good night, you got like three yeah. months and you're dead. And it's uh, one of the most painful cancers that you could have. Right. So like polio back in the day was probably just polio and that's it. Not like nine right. million different. Yeah. So you eradicate polio, polio's gone, right? Like that was yeah. easy. You could, again, if you could, and they haven't. So, uh, and I agree with people, Jedi, who say COVID's not a vaccine. The uh, This is not a vaccine, COVID. Vaccines cure things. This doesn't do any of that. This kind of helps prevent or cut down on, on, on symptoms, but it's not a vaccine by any stretch of the imagination. In time, they could develop a vaccine and COVID could go away, right? Because it's a specific thing. It's, it's, yeah. But again, when you're talking about viral diseases, uh, there's not going to be a, a simple cure all. And then you always have to worry about with viruses and, and, and things like cancer mutations. So you could, you could, you could probably, um, develop a a vaccine for certain cancers jedi and i think those cancers would just mutate to get around what you're doing to treat it because again understand uh things like most diseases and cancers all all you all that really is is genetically um you got a typo in your dna strain it's all it is and it's the the mutation repeats and it gets worse. Joe, when I did my cancer fundraiser in Connecticut, the Smilo, uh, Yale, New Haven there, they were yep. like, we want to come in and give you a tour. And I was kind of caught off guard because we went in, they showed me things, they brought me into a room, and it was like all kids, I'm trying to remember because like nine years ago, I think they were like in like kind of like a little booth sitting down and their parents were like, oh, this is where the chemo, and I was like, oh, like I, I don't want to be in here. You know what I mean? It was like kind of freaked me out a little bit. Like the parents, like no one should have to do that. Uh, is there anything worse than seeing a kid with cancer? I mean, seeing a oh, person yeah. with cancer is awful. But when you, t- dude, so real quick yesterday, uh, and I, cause I just mentioned autism. I have an autistic daughter. Uh, I her they had a school concert yesterday, and there was this. Uh, uh, I want to say he was in the second grade. Adorable kid on stage, yeah. and um, appeared very typical. Um, and as they were sort of standing there for a minute, getting ready to sing, you know, he had his little ticks and stuff and my heart broke for that kid, you know, and I, and I'll be honest, Jedi, I started thinking about vaccines <laughs> and I started to think to myself, you know, we've, cause again, we've talked about this, the increase in people who identify as transgender, the amount of people that are now, uh, diagnosed as autistic. Something I, I listen and I don't I know they've they've written papers on this and, and the one paper that said it, there was a link was was determined to have been falsified. I don't know, though, just I'm a little skeptical, Todd. I think when you're injecting chemicals into your body, yeah, I mean, you're altering 
your genetic makeup. And I don't, I don't think that's a good idea. And everybody's different. You don't know how they're going to react. They also say that's, it's environmental too, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's so many factors Jedi that go into it and it's like, I'll 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 buy the science, but the first whistleblower that's like I, I'll be like I knew it, I knew that was coming. Um, you know, I, I I've I've even seen things recently in regards to COVID and the COVID vaccine, and you know whether or not uh it's it is behind uh an increase in heart situations. I mean, it is one of the side effects. So then to also see a spike in heart issues, it's like, all right, come on. You know, really? We're going to ignore that completely? Maybe that's you know not 100% yeah. the reason, but don't tell me it's not a factor. It's like, again, Todd, when I'm having the gun, the gun argument with people, don't tell me guns aren't part of the problem. Right. You got to acknowledge the guns have a role in all this, you know? Um so so again when you're arguing something you can't conveniently take out this no, i don't want to can't feel stop it. It, it all of these things could be factors and i'm yeah. and again i'm i i don't i know i come across as a know-it-all i know i do <laughs> i definitely do and i don't mean to i do i do actually mean to uh <laughs> I, I'm That's only kidding. Joke. Yeah, I know a lot of stuff, but again, I'm I'm not so arrogant as to think I know everything, and I'm not so arrogant to think that I can't be wrong about things. And if I'm wrong about things, that's that's okay. It's okay to be wrong. I can be wrong. I've been wrong before, and good things have turned out from it. So that's that's I don't know. You know what's weird about cancer is you could you could finally find out you have it, and then the second you go in for chemo, like all of a sudden you're dead not too much longer. And it's like, well, wait a minute. If I didn't say anything or I didn't get diagnosed, could I have lived another 10 years? Sometimes it might be worse to go in. That's what a lot of people do. They don't want to know. Yeah. I think the mind has a lot to do with this. Okay. All right. We've mentioned hearts. I had a heart situation. Todd, I just had an echocardiogram a couple of weeks ago. My heart is back to full function. Um, my and and I still have a, one of my valves is still clogged. They and they can't get into it. It's like not possible. And and but everything is fine despite that. And so when again, you, yeah, I right. Everybody's different. Some people, if you had, I think it's the left ventricle, if yours was closed, Todd, you might have a massive heart attack and die because of it. For some reason, it has no effect on my heart. Yeah. Uh, now that the other the other valves have been have been cleared. So again, part of that is luck. People could also argue, you know, maybe God really loves me. And God, you know, didn't want to take me at this point. Is she playing a harp as I talk about death? Because if it was a harp, Todd, that would be that would be appropriate. Um, kids are home. My kids are all home too. Fortunately, um, I've got my kids on devices sitting in closets. That <laughs> just made the most sense, you know. Boy, yeah. <laughs> for me, here's a device. Stay on it all day. <laughs> we you know we should again. do <laughs> you know what we should do joe is your your favorite guy there we should play that clip from tucker because 
We know this is true. Play that clip. The disaster was created by drug companies. That's true. Purdue Pharma kicked it off. They did so by aggressively marketing a narcotic called OxyContin. They sold it to doctors, and doctors sold it to their patients on the false claim it was non-addictive. It was very addictive. What happened next? Well, drive through upstate New York sometime. You can see the human carnage. Ultimately, Purdue Pharma faced a barrage of lawsuits and then criminal charges. In the end, however, not a single executive from that or any other drug company ever went to jail. So no one was ever really punished for all those deaths, hundreds of thousands of deaths. So, I mean, we know that's that's definitely a thing. People get addicted to heroin and stuff because of they started with pills and they couldn't get any more. That that's sad. Well, not yeah. only that, I mean, people are self-diagnosing themselves. You know, all these commercials on TV about drugs and take this for that. I mean, you got the celebrities endorsing it, so. I mean, who's responsible for that big pharma? I got a question, though. Seriously, if Henry Winkler, Todd, is like, take this and your dick will stay harder, do you value Henry <laughs> Winkler and his sexual prowess that much He's today? the Fonz. I know he's the Fonz. That was a long time ago. I'm just saying. Whoa. You know? I don't know. It is funny when you see these actors you haven't seen for a while doing these random commercials for life insurance and stuff. It's like, wait a minute. Uh, Montel Williams. <laughs> oh, and poor Montel, you know, with the hit MS. He, that, was, uh, that was rough for that poor guy. So he's been there. He's been in the trenches, Jedi, you know, Montel. So if he's if he's telling you, uh about whatever he's pitching you're like all right I, I guess i could buy it from this guy you know i know but is ed really a thing i mean <laughs> not in my experience Jedi. <laughs> i mean how many you know emails and commercials do we need on that yeah the, well my god it's funny if you for anybody and i don't think this is our demographic necessarily but for anybody who listens to uh, conservative talk radio, I would say about 80% of the commercials have something to do with your penis. Oh my gosh. Because <laughs> apparently, Todd, when you get to be that age, you need the pills sometimes. And so, Jedi, I'll say this I'm glad they have them. You know, I don't need them I'm yet, not. but it's good to know that they're around. Todd, in the future, if God forbid there come a time where the blood flow just isn't as, uh, you know, fast or whatever. Joe, have you ever tried that for fun or no? Yeah, <laughs> I have. Yeah, it definitely works. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God, it works. I, yeah, I was definitely curious uh, and I got a sample and I was like, oh, oh, let's see how this thing works. And good God. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Hey, who, do, he, who needs commercials when you got Joe and Todd? <laughs> Joe, talk about like no recovery time. Oh my God, dude. Yeah, I'm telling you. You know, listen, it's funny. It's 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 one of those things where like like with women and birth control, like probably just best to be on it, Todd. Yeah. You know, just best to have it. Just for you know, whatever. 
So, Jedi, did you see Pfizer got sued for $2.3 billion for misinformation and all that stuff and giving kickbacks? Oh, yeah, I did. And it's like, see. (laughs) You know what's crazy, Joe? Like, I like to think that we're people that wouldn't fall into this trap. But say someone offered you $200 million. Like, you don't know how you would react. Oh, I do. I would take it. (laughs) And do whatever they wanted. You know, that would be so easy to do, Todd. Todd, if they were like, we're going to put we're going to give you two hundred million dollars and we're going to put you on the Supreme Court and you have to vote conservative on everything. I would totally do that. That wouldn't that's a number, Todd, I'm comfortable with. You know what I mean? All the morals and values I have out the window. Two hundred mil. Come on. Get my own plane. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, Jedi. I'm selling out. Uh, not gonna lie. Those costs are more than 200 million for upkeep. <laughs> <laughs> That's not enough. <laughs> I'll do more. I at that price, whatever you need, I'm in. Uh, do you guys? Uh, what do you guys think of uh, the EpiPen? How it costs uh, like 15, 20 bucks to make. And what was that guy? That guy that was selling them for like 600 dollars. Oh, that guy? Know? A couple. What yeah, is this? yes. The douchebag that bought that Wu Tang album. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Shack and crazy. Like, yes. I've been kind of lucky my whole life that I've worked for like the phone company and UPS. So my, the payment I have to make for anything at the pharmacy has always been like five dollars. But some of the people that have to pay crazy copays, I feel bad for them. They desperately need the medication. It's hundreds of dollars. So, um. I had a listener call me up recently and tell me his mother had a heart attack, went into the hospital, needed heart surgery. Um, they just sold the mom's house. Uh, she has a $680,000 bill from the hospital. Her oh doesn't have insurance to cover all that stuff. Had a heart attack, got rushed to the hospital, and it's like, oh, here's your bill. <laughs> Six hundred eighty thousand. She sold her house. Uh, the all the proceeds from the house went, and they still that's still not going to be enough to pay off what she owes the hospital for having a heart attack at like seventy two years old. That's terrible. You might as well have died. Like you're screwed going forward. So. So I saw chemo can cost set seven to ten k per month. Now, say you just have no resources, what do they give you? Like the crappy chemo? Like how does that work? They're not going to just not take care of you, right? You'd be surprised. You, yeah, I think you would. You know, I mean, if you're supposed to get treatment seven days a week, Todd, and you're like, I really can't afford seven days a week of treatment. It's like, well, what about once a week? Could you swing that? <laughs> Don't they refer it's you not to help. a doctor or somewhere else to go? No, why, Jedi? I'll, uh, listen, a little bit of money is better than no money. Well, that's right? true. Right? So if I'm like, oh, so you just come in once a week for the chemo instead of a more aggressive treatment, you know, it might take a lot longer to cure this thing. Or you go holistic. Yeah. Which it probably work, Jedi. <laughs> uh, like, well, what do you guys think about a positive attitude and stuff? Um, it I, helps. Listen, scientifically, a positive attitude, a smile on your face makes you feel better because of the endorphins it releases in your brain. And I do believe this, Todd, right? Like 
again, uh, my recovery, my recovery has been miraculous, but I believed in my mind that I was doing everything I had to do. Uh, I felt better and I like, I don't want to die yet. I'm not ready for that. I'm not ready to be old. Wiffle balls like two weeks uh, away from opening day. I got business, baby. You know, I got things. <laughs> I got goals and dreams still. Um, I do think that the the mind plays a huge role in all of this. I think if you're worried and con like if you're constantly thinking I'm gonna have a stroke or a heart attack, like you got one coming. You're convincing your body and your brain to like break down and just do it. You're just counting down the days until disaster strikes. If you have a positive attitude, I think it's a lot harder to kill you. Yeah. Look at Steven Seagal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When my grandmother was in her, she was like 95 and every day you'd go over to check on her and she'd be like in the pitch black under blankets. And I'm like, Nana, we got to like get up get out in the sun like that that'll kill you just like being like yes. that if you give up you will die you yeah. will die uh it'll it'll totally happen so i do think but here's another thing and this is interesting and, and sort of along the lines of what you're saying and i don't know if you're just not comfortable going there but people have had cancer and they've gone in to get treatment and when they get treatment it's completely gone mm -hmm. and one of two things has happened. Number one, God has somehow cured you of your cancer from his magic space station. Or number two, you were misdiagnosed in the first place. And I, I'm i going to guess more often than not, it's the second one and not the first one when you see those situations. But that's something that happens quite frequently. Yeah. So for my dad, for example, they see a bunch of uh, it, it's on both of his kidneys, but the ones on one of the kidneys is very small. It's like one centimeter. And the one on the other kidney is like three centimeters. So the bigger one they know is cancer, the smaller one they don't know. But so I'm thinking, OK, maybe it's on one kidney. Just get rid of the kidney, you know, and, and you're you, maybe you'll be fine. But um. One of the other things I want to talk about, Jedi, is if Big Farmer isn't going to care about us, they certainly aren't going to care about animals. And I was doing some research. When you go to the vet, almost the number one thing that they're concerned with is heartworm. And I was reading, everything you've heard about heartworm is either a lie or a giant exaggeration to get you to spend money. It's not a canine pandemic, and it's rare in most of the countries the country and they said vets can go their entire life and not have a heartworm diagnosis something to get you to spend money they i mean i go to the vet it's constantly like do you have heartworm and you just kind of will pay for it without really thinking but heartworm isn't a big as big a deal as they make it out to be interesting so i spent money for nothing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Todd. <laughs> Could I use that information earlier? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, one, one of my, I don't know why this reminded me of this. Like one of my favorite things to do is is a pool place in town, and I'm sure like all the pool places are, are like this, but it's just like kind of like a misrepresentation. They offer free water testing, right? Now you have a pool, right? Yeah. I have a guy take care of my pool every week just because I don't want to deal with it. But you know, like the main thing is like shock and stuff. 
Yes. So you go to this place, right? I love going there to get like rafts and stuff of the pool, but you see the same people walk into the trap. They go in with their water. Okay, next in line, they get the water tested, right? Okay. Go get that, get that, get that. Next thing you know, the guy is walking on the pool place buying $200 worth of chemicals. What, you know what is I mean? ash? I don't even know what ash is, <laughs> and I'm not buying it. I can tell you that, Todd. My pool doesn't need ash. Right. I'm always like, what a racket this is. Free water yeah. testing, and then you're buying $200 worth of stupid chemicals. Funny you say that. I had a pool guy some years ago, and uh, the previous owner of my home had left some of the leftover chemicals in there and the guy came over and he was like yeah i'll do your pull up or whatever and i'm like oh all that shit's down so he goes you don't need any of that crap dude <laughs> he's like that's such a racket he's like here's the shock you need hit this is the there's shock you should use when you use the pool daily and then there's a weekly shock that you should apply again depending on how often you're using the pool if you shock it and run the filter a few hours a day Crystal clear water. Don't need. I haven't tested my pool water in years. Yeah. Yeah. You just need the shock and stuff. It's good. I crazy. shock it. It's clean. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's all it is. But yeah. Oh, I've seen. I've seen dudes walking out. Well, all the. And it's yeah. like, what are you doing with that? <laughs> Alkaline. I mean, what is that? It's like on batteries. Don't put that in your pool. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Do you guys believe in chiropractors? No. I don't. Not I don't at all. So much. No. I have been to a chiropractor twice in my life. And both times, I got to tell you, I walk away from it. And in the first, like, two minutes as I walk out of the office to my car, I'm like, oh, yeah, that was good. And then I start to slowly deteriorate. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh was terrible i i think it's a racket i'm i i don't buy that that's that's like that's not that's not real doctor stuff but they like to call themselves doctors yeah you're a <laughs> you're a you're a highly educated masseuse <laughs> well i but i believe in massage i like massages yeah yeah. Yeah, but don't don't tell me that you're curing my you're realigning my skeleton. You don't you're not. <laughs> you're not. You're just you're massaging some muscles and you're helping to untighten the tightness. Thank you. But you're not like you're not curing anything with chiropractory. You're not it's not happening. <laughs> it's hey, Todd, yeah. hold on. It's a lot like uh it's a lot like therapy, going to a therapist. My wife's therapist keeps telling her that I should be in therapy. <laughs> and I'm like, you've been in therapy for like five years with this lady. Doesn't look like there's any improvement. And you guys are trying to bring me into your cult. I'm not interested. <laughs> Show me it worked on you. And then maybe I'll do it. It's like an ongoing racket. <laughs> Isn't it funny how years ago it was a big secret? And now people are like, hey, I'm going to therapy today. Oh, yeah, no big deal. Yes, it's like transgender people. It's become we've normalized it. Tony Soprano, of all people, was going to see a shrink. Billy Crystal made it funny uh, mm. going to see a shrink. And then, and then it was like, oh, well, if those guys could do it, everybody could do it. So we're just normalizing things. That's all it is. That said, Jedi. Because <laughs> you, you brought it up earlier, and I did pull the picture, but 
this is so ridiculous. This this <laughs> Dylan Mulvaney person. Um, I could see why Kid Rock doesn't want to drink with that person. Is that mean? So yeah, I, I know someone that that's a transgender. It, it it is strange. It used to be like a guy, and now it's a girl. But I did see on this person's Facebook page. It said like it was her face wrapped in bandages, and it was like I had FF. FFS today because I was thinking like for fuck's sake it was and it was <laughs> it was it was facial feminization surgery so that's like a thing Jedi yeah someone's like what's painful Adam's apple they shaved down <laughs> your, your um your features your rough features your nose right. and everything right yeah I guess. <laughs> Yeah, look look painful though. Yeah, FFS. <laughs> I will say this. I will say this. You know, to to transgender people like Laverne Cox, who's beautiful. Yeah. If you're gonna do it, do that. You know what I mean? You gotta. I just to me, you gotta go all in on the transgender thing. You know, I think well, if you're tr- a transgender female and you look like a pretty lady i think it's you know what i mean i I see too many trying to normalize the bulge yeah that's gross no thanks uh (laughs) that defies everything that we know as people Uh, that's not gonna fly dude you know um i've i i i knew a transgender guy he was one of the dads in the school whatever great I'm sure that wasn't fun for the kid. He was there with the wife and he's in a dress and this dude had a beard. And I thought, right. You don't look like a woman, bro. Like that's <laughs> not, that's not, that's not, I'm not convinced you look, you know what you look like. You look like an insane person. Is that what you think a woman looks like? She, you put on a dress and you have obviously whatever filling out your boobs um and then a beard that's it's like almost a like mock it's, it's almost like mocking transgenderism you have yeah. to go all in god that's a circus act yeah right the bearded lady like what are you doing that's not right you're like you're trying to normalize that that's you're gonna have a difficult time with that well that's again, the other um you know again Jedi, you look at someone like laverne cox and you're like i i'm buying that that's a that that's a woman She's done right. everything she can to convert to a woman. That's if you're going to do it, do it. It's the people that are, that don't go in all the way where it's like, hey, still got a penis. You know, it's hard if you're, if you're changing genders and you still have a penis, you're definitely not a woman if you have a penis. But that's the conspiracy regarding big farmer as well, because that's why they're, promoting transgenderism because you're on these drugs for the rest of your life oh sure and they so like it's a any, very lucrative yeah jedi anything that they could get you on you know look my my heart being fixed comes with a daily dose of i take 12 pills every day um wow. i t- yeah i wake up in the morning jedi and i take a cocktail of 11 different medications and then one of those medications I have to repeat later in the day. 
It's literally the one that keeps the valves, the balloon valves in my heart open. So if nothing else, I have to take those two or these will stop working and I'll die pretty quickly. So that's what's keeping me alive. And it's I'm going to be on those forever. And the ones, the heart ones are expensive. The ones that keep your heart pumping. That's a very expensive pill. Joe, I still couldn't believe that fact you told. Oh, whatever the the stat they gave you saying you had like a thirty seven percent chance to live five years. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. I got to find out. I, I see the guy in a week or so. I'm going to find out what that program is called and if that's something that because it was super interesting. And again, you sort of plug in your health numbers and it's like here's your dreadful outlook <laughs> for the next year, the next three years, the next five years, and all my numbers were really low, and now they're high. So before we uh, finish, Jedi, do you have anything else on this subject? No. There is another thing called, um, I believe it was called, this is something I definitely believe in, disease mongering, which is over-medicalizing to ex uh, expand market for medications, Joe. So I'm guessing that's something like, I don't know, you have autism, then you have this type of autism and that type of autism, and then there's all sorts of different medications people can oh sure dude again right it's like a cocktail of like oh you also have adhd todd <laughs> so you're autistic yeah. and adhd there's two pills and uh, we need something to help you sit there's three right but now you're also constipated here's another pill now you're on four and it's like jesus christ almighty you know you got to take pills for the side effects of the pills that are keeping you alive Exactly. You know, and then you need pills to give you the pep to like keep it going because your body's like getting ready to shut down. It's it is terrible. And we haven't mentioned this once the entire show. So let me throw it out there. But the big pharma lobby is oh. one of the biggest lobbies in the country. And they give a lot of money. Marsha Blackburn, the senator from Tennessee, is taking more money than anybody uh, and shares a big, big bit of responsibility uh, in the opioid epidemic in the first place. She literally took money from the mm. people from Oxycontin, like literally, uh, and, and made sure that we could get that drug readily available and get addicted to it. So thanks, Marsha. So that it seems like they do want us to be sick. Mm -hmm. Good money in it. This is why we need national health care, you guys. If you want to have a show about socialism one of these days, we could definitely do that. And I got a guy that could talk to you about uh, why socialized healthcare, which is taking our health out of the not-for-profit business model, free healthcare for everybody. It's a human right. You should have it. And it would be less expensive if the government just paid all the bills. It would instantly save about $620 billion a year. But isn't it in some countries, it's like 33% in taxes. Sure. Program. Sure. And then free med free medical for the rest of your life, no matter what you have, it's paid for. And you'll never go bankrupt. You'll never have to lose your house when you're 70 because you got sick. It's a much better deal. And it's cheaper to run. But you are on a waiting list. No, you're not. That's not yes, true. Yes, you are. That is true. It's I not know true. that for a fact. A, that's a myth. It's a myth. It's the same myth as, as that there's people from Canada that come to the United States for surgeries. That's a myth. 
doesn't if it's happen. Elective surgery, but you need it, and they don't feel that it's a necessity. Yes, elective. Yeah, you'll have to wait to get elective surgery. If there's, if you want to get a facelift, and they're busy saving people for, for with cancer surgeries, you'd have to wait. Sure, minor inconvenience, but you're not going to wait in line. Uh, you know, to have your leg removed. It's 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 nothing like that. And I I've watched testimony in front of Congress from a lot of doctors from Canada, uh, who have bring evidence to dispel all of these ridiculous myths. People often go to Canada to get operations they can't get in this country or can't afford in this country. And it's the same thing with prescription drugs. Canada's got a much better situation there as well. So it, it, Jedi, listen, your health for profit is what drives these people to try to make more money. Right. So we don't, we don't want, we don't want our health to be for profit. And if the government is paying the bill and you're just paying your, your money in taxes, that's a great deal for everybody. Right. I get that. But it's like, I, I know some, my uncle, like he lived, he lived in Italy. He was waiting for elective surgery because his first surgery was done wrong. So what happened was he got his, his um site, it got infected. And so they put him on the waiting list because they deemed it was still elective. He ended up dying, you know? So there is such a thing that it's not that sounds a like 100%. A yeah. Listen, anecdotal system. evidence of right. seemingly a shit show. It's not often they botch your first surgery and they should obviously remedy that pretty quick if they botch your first surgery. But sometimes you're so weak after the first, they have to hold you off on the second. So the botching part is the unexpected element here. Again, typically speaking, that's not most people's experiences. Again, Jedi, just the idea that people are making money off of your health. They don't have your best interest in mind. You take the, the profit. Does? But yes, if you take the profit out of it and you're just paying doctors, you're cutting out the, you know, most of the expenses that we deal with in Medicare. And, and the medical field in general is overhead costs. It's the right. billing person has to get paid. The person, the nurse has to get paid, right? The PA has to get paid. Uh, the, the drug people have to get paid. It, it, it's that's the problem is there's too many hands out and they're making so much money that, again, they don't want to cure you. It makes sense to just treat you forever. They make so much more money that way. That's facts. That's a hundred percent true. You could eliminate that with a socialized form of a of a of a medical system where you you take that out. They're still going to be well compensated, so we're not going to lose doctors. They'll still make a lot of money, but we're not paying all the overhead of you seeing a doctor, and that's the difference. So be before we wrap this up, Joe, you're going to Masters starts tomorrow. You're going to watch it all this weekend. Oh yeah, yeah. Fall and dream <laughs> and dream of being in it someday. Yeah, falls on Easter Sunday, which is like the worst. If you have Easter plans and you want to watch the Masters, well, I feel like Todd. That's one of those things where you know you can like if you're at Easter celebrating, a few of you can slip off and yeah. go watch the Masters in a room with probably very little interaction with the rest of your family. So this is almost maybe a blessing in disguise. So my pick is Xander, Xander Shoffley. The other thing I want to say is on the conspiracy type, I, I could see a live guy winning it to kind of mix things up 
because if a live guy wins it, that's another thing people have split. I hate the live tour, but if I had to make one prediction, Rory McIlroy, I, I, I'm, he's the favorite. I still don't understand who makes these odds. I would predict that Rory misses the cut. I like, uh, I like Scheffler Rory. He has this weird thing where he starts off so slow in majors. So I definitely don't think Rory will make the cut or he'll might, might sneak in, but he won't be in the top. I like Xander and I, as much as I don't want a live guy to win, it'd be kind of fun to see a live tour guy in the mix on the back nine on Sunday. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, I think that just about does it. Check us out on Clovercrest Media and uh, Crimes, Conspiracies, and Beyond on Facebook. So I think that's it, Jedi. Well, Mark, the end is here. Please subscribe and, you know, stay healthy, guys. Thank you.